With this week being London Challenge Poverty Week, we wanted to look at how poverty affects some of the dads we work with and how this impacts their children. We want to be clear though, living in poverty does not mean you will be a bad parent. What it does mean is that you're more likely to be struggling to stay afloat. Anyone in this situation would need extra help to stop them going under. This is Elaine, our outreach manager. She has a long history of working with dads. Here she explains why we work with them. Because what makes dads different from other men um, is the fact that they have children. And it's about um, helping them to be the best dads they can be for the sake of their children. I mean, it's, it's really important as you get to know the dads that you, you know, develop a relationship with them and it's nice for them and good for them to have positive relationships and to feel better. And, but ultimately... It's about supporting them to support and nurture their children. That's why we work with dads. How, how have you seen poverty affecting some of the dads we work with at St. Michael's? Well, poverty affects absolutely everything. It's um, when people are in severe financial dire straits, it impacts on every aspect of their life. Um, and it takes so much energy and effort just to get through the day when you don't have any money. Um, it affects what you eat, it affects your health, um, affects your ability to concentrate, affects what you do with your time and all of those things impact on, on how available you are to your children. So poverty is, is massive. Is it different for different dads? So if, for example, if the dad um, doesn't live with the family, is he going to have a different experience to one that lives in a family? Everyone's experience is unique, isn't it? Um, people have different personalities, different levels of resilience, different coping strategies. Um, if, some, if a dad is living in the home and the whole family are blighted by poverty, then it can put a lot of stress into the whole family, and that can be terrible. If the dad is the only one who is poor and he's on the outside, um, and the rest of the family are doing better than him, and he's just the only one coping with that poverty alone, and there is shame attached to poverty, he may feel really ashamed of the fact that he's the only one that isn't you know, apparently sort of managing and coping. And um, I've known dads who, because part of our society's kind of um, stereotype really around men is that they are the providers. Um, men internalise that, you know, they see themselves as providers, the person who should rock up with stuff and money. And, and they often just have no sense of their value as a person if they can't be that provider um so that can be really really tough i've known dads who will say that they can't go to contact this weekend because they haven't got they can't take anything they've got no money um and it's it's quite an ask sometimes for them to believe that they still have value um and that they can bring other valuable things um and poverty just puts huge pressure on people. Um, there can be, there may be a situation where the mum is also 
really struggling and he's living outside of the home and she is really needing him to do that provision and asking for his support for the children and it can cause arguments that um you know like that he's seen as not being able to do what he's supposed to do it's there's nothing good about poverty for anybody and it impacts on you know in lots of different ways on um, on parenting what kind of impact does a dad dealing with you know these kinds of issues have on the child like how, what does this look like to the child i mean it depends how the dad is coping with his poverty so if he is the dad who doesn't turn up because he's got nothing to bring if he's that dad um then child's not going to see her dad that weekend uh, or his dad that weekend and so that can lead to um, the child feeling abandoned and rejected and horrible feelings for the child, especially if his promise still come and been hoping that he can get something together and been sort of wheeler dealing, trying to get it together and then just, just can't and doesn't get there at the last minute or hasn't even got the fares maybe if, if there's, um, you know, if there's a distance to be traveled. Um, then that's an immediate effect on the child, isn't it? A child is really disappointed that they haven't seen their dad. Um, but, you know, any kind of anything that stresses a parent out um, is going to impact because a stressed parent, it's harder for a stressed parent to be present, emotionally present for their child if they're worried about a hundred other things. And there's all sorts of, you know, people get involved in things maybe that they wouldn't get involved in when they're poor, that can that can add other pressures um, to their lives. Um, but I, you know, I want to counter all this by saying it depends how the person copes with their poverty. Some people cope amazingly well, and some dads will, um, you know, they don't have that belief. Some dads will understand that they're still valuable to their children, whatever. So. You know, must got to be mindful about generalising too much because some parents will still manage to be fantastic parents through um, a really grim times of poverty. And um, I think in one of your last podcasts, you had that wonderful example of um, uh, someone in our office saying that when they were young, they they sometimes they had milk on their cornflakes and sometimes they had water, but because um, their their parent didn't tell them that one was because there was no money they didn't know the difference and to them they were okay because you know if the parent manages it well like that parent did and those kids just thought it's a water day not a milk day and the parent didn't over you know over disclose or burden the child by saying oh well, we've no money today for milk so you'll have to have water they just didn't know um and so it's 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 about how the parent manages it and so one of the things we can do in our work is to support parents to manage their poverty and think about the things they say about it to their children and how they how they express their feelings about it to their children and how and coming up with coping strategies to to manage their emotions and still be present for their children. So those are the kinds of things you can't always change a person's poverty but you can change the way they cope with it, and then that can impact on their on their parenting, you know. 
because of the parental stress impacting on them. Um, and then they all, you know, then their strategies, are, you know, it's, it's just kind of an endless cycle, really. Um, and as I say, there are some, there are some children who, who are very resilient, uh, whatever's happening with the parent. But we know that the longer things go on, that even resilient children, if there are multiple, they don't really get used to stuff. They, they, they can bounce back. But if stuff goes on for a long time, negative um, environments around children, then the impact gets deeper and it, you know, it is, it, their development is more challenged. So, you know, there's no sense of, oh, these kids are used to that. They've been managing with that for years. It's not like that. It's the longer and the, the longer things go on that are challenging for children, the more damaging it is. I mean, everything, everything we do to support better parenting will have better outcomes for the child. And um, so if a parent is very, very distressed, then that is going to distress a child. If a child is distressed, that impacts on how well the child manages their milestones, learns their own coping strategies, um, develops their own emotional resilience. Um, and so, yeah, there's that, there's that um, inevitable. Um, I mean, some children are very resilient even when they've had a very hard time uh, with the parents. But we know from all the work on adverse childhood experiences that if children are, if children feel insecure or frightened, um, that or stressed, that that impacts on their development. It kind of prevents them from being able to pass through, or or it challenges them. They have to, you know, they have to dig deeper to to find. Um, their own coping strategies so then in turn that makes everything more difficult for them when they grow up if they haven't developed uh, and passed through their milestones in the way that they should have done it's really interesting like bringing it back around to the child again I suppose that's like you're carrying dad's training you know like because that's mm. ultimately what it's about yeah um, I mean we're not just if, we can work with men just men or we can work with men as we can work with men in, in, you know, when we're doing domestic abuse work, for instance, we can, um, we can work with men who don't have children. But when we're specifically working with fathers, it's what, what denotes a father as a father is that there's a child in the, in, in the midst of it. Do you think it's got worse in terms of levels of, levels of poverty that since, you know, since you've been practicing and working with different dads? Um, I think there's much more relative poverty where mm. people feel poor in comparison to somebody else. And um, I, think, I, think, I think there's more of that. And, and so it's about that experience of feeling poor, mm. which, is, which is the most damaging bit of it. So in a sense, yes, probably. Uh, mm. Where there was a kind of, um, you know, you could have communities where people, people had you know other poor people around with them they found ways of coping and I think there's still that as well you know community can be really supportive with poverty if you've got a community of people who understand um that there are other people in the same boat as them and have a lot of respect for each other and a lot of respect for each other's skills and strengths and they support each other um that can that can really mitigate against the problems of poverty I think at St Michael's we support parents so they can raise happy and healthy children we do this through our groups and one-to-one -one support for young mums and dads 
At our Jigsaw Contact Centre and Family Residential Assessment Centres, we also offer parents leaving our assessment centres an ongoing support service through our Securing Change programme. We would like to thank 4 in 10 and Trust for London for supporting us to take part in Poverty Week. If you'd like to find out more about our work, please subscribe to our podcast.